0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: We're a bit out of practice for this, aren't we, the Match Day podcast?
0: Well, it's the first time I've been on one for a while. 106 days. Welcome to the Leeds <laughs> That Podcast. I'm Andy, and I am in Matthew's Garden.
2: we we're, we're like, metres away from the kitchen we're just not allowed in it it's a bit cruel right? you're allowed in it well I'm allowed in it yeah that's true
0: and as you can hear I'm joined at the moment by James hello and Matthew hello there we are waiting on Paul he's on his way he should be here sometime before kick off if he's not
2: I'm just looking at the uh, TV that we've got set up in the garden because that's what you do and it says 19 minutes 45 seconds to kick off countdown to kick off on LUTV feels a bit surreal doesn't it well, it feels really surreal. This is the first game that I haven't been at this season. Yeah. And also, it feels like a tournament. Why does it feel like a tournament? Because it's June. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty simply, it's the middle of June and we're outside watching TV.
0: It's a friggin' exciting tournament though, isn't it? Well, we've got this little head start we've got.
2: Well, we've got a head start and we've got even more excitement after yesterday because uh, all the results seem to go our way. So we're here to discuss our away fixture with Cardiff City.
1: Um, we've won. Our history with Cardiff is we've won seventeen, drawn fourteen, and lost twenty-eight. Uh, is they are? I think we discussed this first time round when we played Cardiff that they are a bit of a bogey team for us, and uh, we've only won three
0: of our last twenty-three fixtures with them. Is that true? Yep. Oh God! Well, today it's going to turn a corner. I feel.
2: I think more than ever though today it doesn't feel like form matters not form kind of down the years and also not even the fact that we've just won five on the bounce without conceding it kind of doesn't make any doesn't, doesn't make any impression on the game really that does it
0: I think it's all down to preparation and hopefully we'll see today that we've prepared very very well from watching a few of the other games Premier League and Championship some of the teams look like they've been on the beach already
2: and we've already heard from Adam Forshaw a couple of episodes ago that Leads have been anything but on the beach we're even fitter so if you've not heard our Matchday podcast before we talk about the game before the game usually as close to kick off as we can but sometimes days before to be honest with you and then after the game we get back together and talk about what we saw so at the moment the game hasn't kicked off we're 17 minutes now into the 17 minutes to
0: kick off and we're all getting very excited the only problem with this is obviously we've had to we don't live that close to it. we've had to drive here I can't have a beer
2: well that's probably good for the podcast over there.
1: <laughs> well on the drive here I listened to the uh, the, the last Cardiff podcast and that was the uh, let's call that uh, episode the explosion
2: of Andy, yeah it was more a car crash than Cardiff
0: I had a couple of, uh, couple of beers and the game went a bit west didn't it,
2: he was already a bit drunk in the pre-match and the post-match really did uh, go off, I'd recommend going back and listening to that one actually at the time
1: <laughs> sitting in the room doing that podcast was one of the most painful things I've ever done but on reflection
0: it, it was it was quite funny listening to it reasonably yeah see at the time I enjoyed it and now not for me talking about form Matt uh,
1: Cardiff have won two lost two and drawn two of the last six games and Leeds have won five in a row but like you say form does kind of go out the window it's a complete uh, fresh start oh and look who's arrived hello
0: oh. Paul Paul's a shadow of his former self isn't he are you Paul pull up a microphone my friend
3: I will indeed
0: it's so nice to see you
1: <laughs> he's lost some serious uh, lockdown weight he's got he's fit He's fit into
3: uh, a bleed a, a shirt from 30 years ago he's large <laughs> boys <It's a> large <laughs> men's thank you <laughs> retro well I don't have any modern ones that fit We were just talking about Cardiff being our bogey team. Oh, yeah. Disgusting run of form against Cardiff. But I think there's a lot of discussion about where form goes. Is it important? Those five wins that we had previously without conceding. Have you touched on that already? Yeah, we've decided it's probably not important. (laughs) I don't know. I think... uh, (laughs) We're back. (laughs) I think a lot of people... It's as important as you make it. We were in a good run of form and it's better to, to accept that that is important to us than it than it's irrelevant. The mindset's much better to think, yeah, we're, we're all right here.
0: Have you been doing your normal stalking of Cardiff forums? I've had a little luck. What are they saying? I'm looking forward to this accent,
1: I must say. Your Welsh accent in the first Cardiff game of the season was was
3: good. It's, do you know why? It's because you're a Welsh boy It's because I watched too much Fireman Sam. and we did talk about Fireman Sam a lot Ponty Pandy well I thought this one was a fair nod to the uh, Cardiff fans because he said I get more enjoyment from seeing a match third than I do seeing my own kids (laughs) this has been a long time coming I don't know uh, accent's dodgy isn't this uh, are they in Cardiff or Mumbai I know it it slips I might redo that no no it's staying (laughs) (laughs) possibly the most annoyed I've been in recent years is when they did the double over us bringing our 17 game unbeaten run against Leeds stretching back to 1984 to an end I was bloody livid I was (laughs) (laughs) that was better yes so they've it was nice to just see that they're just as excited obviously about football coming back as uh, we are well, I must I don't say, know.
2: in the, in the lead-up to this game, I was thinking that Cardiff were sort of no-hope mid-table and wouldn't really be up for it, but looking at the table, they've got every chance of getting in the playoffs. In fact, I think if they beat us 4-0 today, they they go sixth.
0: I also think that, didn't their manager come out, I don't know if it was a ploy and like a bit of mind games, but he said they're a behind-closed-doors game against Swansea and they were both mega unfit. It finished 0-0, but Swansea went to Bury yesterday and won 3-0. So is he full of it? It's that weasel off of Millwall innit
3: he was definitely playing mind games in the press it was, it was, there was a lot of covering up he, he, he even said that he said I don't want to tell you I'm not giving anyone any kind of advantage here or he
2: was trained to play mind games
3: badly I'm not sure it will have had any
2: effect on Marcelo Bielsa
1: Before the game we were saying that results with West Brom had had worked well for us and we're in a similar situation today Andy said that uh, West Brom were one of the weaker sides in the league and uh, we'd have to see where they are towards the end of the season Currently top
0: (laughs) Yeah yeah but I, I stand by it I think Barnsley play the best brand of football I've seen this season so We're
3: not still going on about that are we? He is going on about it He, he put it to Adam Farshaw the yeah. other week I know
0: And for the record just a professional agreed with me
2: I think he was bit polite
1: Yeah and we fathomed that because he wasn't playing that's why they were better
2: Anyway we touched on it but they've just shown the 3-0 um, draw back in November on LUTV and that was one of the most depressing moments of the season probably and it started a really bad runner form it was a depressing result, but we were up until we started fanning about.
1: Basically, we were unbelievable, it and was, if we play like that again today, we'll be class. It was until we took Patrick
2: Bamford off from memory. I
3: yep. think we'll have learned a lot from that game. I was just listening to uh, Phil Hay talking on Radio Leeds, saying that it did, as much as Cardiff have got some quality in the in the squad and quality in the team, and they they're starting with the same lineup that played against Barnsley last time out. That he believes that that day it. Genuinely was us messing it up rather than them. Definitely. So
1: welcome back to uh, Joe Bedford as well. It's been a long time since we've uh, had Joe on the podcast. Well, she's not literally here, but you know, her research is here. She's helped. Yeah. To, she's say, brilliant. to say
0: I've never met her, I bloody love her.
1: I know. Uh, when we're back at Ellen Road, we need to meet up. She she sits close to us all. You know. Does she? Yeah. She probably hates us. Probably. <laughs> um, so anyone new to the podcast, Joe Bedford does uh, referee research. Um, The referee for our away game at Cardiff is experienced ref, Andy Woolmer. The former postman from Northamptonshire is a SG2 ref since 2016, but on the ref's list since 2004.
0: Let's hope he delivers a big Leeds win today, eh?
1: Well, the last Leeds game was the EFL Cup match versus Norwich in 2016-17, and we won 5-4 on penalties.
0: Cheers for that, Joe.
2: Yeah, at El Loco Joe on Twitter.
0: Another thing we need to discuss is all this uh, 5 subs gubbins, which I think doesn't help us at all helps everyone else apart from us is this their ploy to try and keep us down
3: so I've been again I've been listening to this on the radio and it's really weird when you're listening to the radio and you want to share your opinion but you can't so I've already formulated my thoughts I think today that the only people who've got a chance of coming on for a tactical reason are Alioski and Jenny and Shackleton because I think they're the only ones with the experience who could really make a difference that we've seen him do previously I don't think he's going to deviate massively I think if, the, if he thinks that they're still fit enough he will keep them on and the other players are there to cover in the instance of a any kind of injury that's, that's needed or if it's completely like he's done before if it gets to halfway through the first half or halfway um, and he re- wants to do a big tactical change maybe somebody else but it's only those players who I can see coming in
2: and they're not bad players to bring on if it's all about fitness are they they're both powered by Duracell well, that's why that's part of it well, those batteries why. are
3: available yeah
0: <laughs> what about Ian the provider Pervader finally getting on the bench now there's enough
3: well there's a lot of talk about how uh, JKA was going to be a the funny thing Noel Whelan just called him Jean-Claude Augustine by mistake um, <laughs> but how he was going to be the one that benefited from all this time out but it turns out that he's not quite ready yet and uh, that actually Ian is the one who I'll admit I'd forgotten all about Ian Pervader um, but he's apparently looked sharp in training and has forced his way back into plans so we
2: should talk about why we're watching the game as we said already we're in the garden We've got a uh, plasma screen under a gazebo We did a lot of projector research while well, I did And it became very clear that there's no way you'd see a projector in this weather You it's, just you just didn't deliver Well it's quite bright But you can barely see the plasma let alone If there was a projector shining on that brick
3: wall I'd like to say thank you to Matthew for getting this set up Because it's phenomenal Thank oh, you Matthew
2: is. So We've got a plasma screen under a gazebo And uh, Andy's on a Bielsa bucket Yes I am rest of us are on deck chairs it's perfect There's scarves everywhere Flags It's brilliant Cloud coverage is helping Andy's wearing a uh, Tactician t-shirt And a Leeds That cap Sourced from the Leeds That shop LeedsThat.com someone's, someone's got to buy The merch then not they? <laughs> he, he didn't get a staff Discount either Predictions
1: If you go straight into that Yes Let's do it Alright so first of all we've had a poll on Twitter uh, running for the last couple of days and it's had 322 votes everyone's feeling pretty confident by the looks of it Leeds win 86% a draw 9% and Cardiff win 5% as you'd expect really isn't it it is as you'd expect but also again harking back to the last Cardiff
0: podcast very similar stats and that was a draw you ready for mine yep 4-0 Leeds United I am extremely confident today I just don't think they could live with us, and I'm looking forward to seeing us romp it.
2: <laughs> I've gone for three nil. Yes, more confidence. I think uh, learning the lessons from the previous game, we're going to go three nil up and then not let it go back to three three, and um, we're going to keep our clean sheet record going t- into six games.
3: I'm going to go two nil, but definitely one of those game, one of those. Uh, goals is going to come in the last 15 minutes because I think that's when our fitness is really going to shine and if we're in a good position then I can only see us kicking on from there.
1: Going back to Twitter again, uh, there's a few people saying 2-0, LUFC Lewis saying 3-1 Joe Wyman saying 2-0, 2-0 from Johnny Brown, uh, John O'Connor 2, Robert's goals uh, Roger, Allinson, sorry, Roger Allison 1-0, uh, he thinks is going to score but I'm gonna go with the, this guy, uh, Lufc Meal Deal, who says four nil. I think we're yes. gonna. I you, think, you're with Andy. Yeah, I honestly think we're gonna we're gonna romp it today.
3: Yes. Andy, you called Lufc Meal Deal on Twitter. <laughs> I've, had a, yeah. I've had a few meal deals in my time,
1: <laughs> but no, I do. I do. Um, I know um, it was controversial what Forshaw said, but I think it's probably justified. We're in uh, a, a confident mindset, and I think our fitness will
2: just be. Unstoppable, really. So if Cardiff scores, that that's all of our predictions down the Swanee, basically. Score predictions. Yeah, score <laughs> predictions.
0: Well, let's go straight into words then. James, what's your word? Gazebo. <laughs> okay. I never thought I'd be sat
1: in a garden watching Leeds United uh, late into June, and uh, and it's a it's a
2: nice gazebo. Argos. Oh, gosh, yeah, do, it's doing the job, is it? Yeah, it really is. I mean, it'll keep the TV dry if it rains. We're going to get wet, but it <laughs> doesn't matter, really. Nope. Although Paul hates the rain, famously. I brought
3: a uh, cagoule.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Even in a cagoule, you're not a fan.
3: No, but... <laughs> and what's your word, Paul? My word is uh, confused because there's so many things going on at the moment. It's so strange, but I'll caveat that with excited. <laughs>
2: Matt? I am ready. Ready for it. I thought I might not be I thought I'd be nervous and not ready but we're ready it's on the screen I'm disappointed not to be there but this is the best we can do
0: under the circumstances and my word is romp I'm going with Mr Farshaw I can just see us romping I'm so excited I hope we don't bite us on the arse when we come to the uh, post match but that's the fun of doing it pre and post to our new listeners so catch up with us after the game tweeted saying it's like Christmas Eve yesterday just like Christmas the build up so much better than the event that was wank
2: (laughs) I preferred lockdown personally it was better when we weren't playing my weekends were much nicer I feel a bit of a tit for saying uh, 4-0 now but there you go we were all wildly incorrect on our predictions it's fair to say
0: the thing is, is we played well in in patches we couldn't finish us dinner the final ball let us down I
2: felt like I was watching Leeds United greatest hits
3: <laughs> you know before the five game winning run I think that definitively answered that didn't it form does not matter
2: well that's the interesting thing I mean have we been done by the pandemic there would we have no we've
0: been done by ourselves
2: but I mean if we'd have been if we'd have gone to Cardiff when we were originally supposed to go in March we'd have put in a better performance than that you've got to you've got to think
0: Well, it couldn't have been worse. Well, apart from two individual errors and the final ball and the performance, the performance was all right.
1: You take away the errors and you're probably a nil-nil, aren't you?
3: Yeah. Because we didn't score.
1: Yeah, basically. We reverted to type, I felt. You know, at the start of the season, we were just so wasteful with crosses. Like, ridiculous number of crosses that weren't getting into the box. And today was the same. And, uh, yeah, we just need to be more... Clinical in that final third. There's just
0: nothing there today. Their two goals were very clinical, weren't they? They're were two good strikes.
2: Were they two shots on goal for them all game? I think two shots on target.
3: Yeah, and that's exactly right. They, despite the, they've played their game plan to perfection. They've they've been tight. They've been compact. They've closed down when they've needed to. They've held with a, a very deep line. Let us come on to them, and. I wouldn't be surprised if he'd said to them, "Wait for, wait for misplaced passes," because in the games that you've watched up until now, or if you've seen any of the games, there've been misplaced passes in all of the other games. It's been commonplace, and but for them to put those two chances away so clinically, it's you have to. Well, I'm not impressed, but it was. It's not something you feel we'd do. Well, we didn't, did we? No, but they didn't make the mistakes either. But when we do, we always capitalise on mistakes like that. They had to be; t- those chances had to be taken.
2: It was two finishes that you're right we wouldn't see from Leeds, but we never get those opportunities either. I mean, teams play against us with as many men behind the ball as they possibly can have, and Cardiff were no different. Whereas we are vulnerable when, like, like you say, when we do give the ball away, there's very little protection for Meslier.
0: It's two uncharacteristic mistakes as well because those two players have been solid all season. Arguably two of the best performers. Cardiff
1: are one of those teams, like everyone else, that's set up for waiting for Leeds to make a mistake because we have so much possession in games that teams like Cardiff, who aren't good at all, they are not a good side, they just prey on us making a mistake and that's what they did in that match.
3: It's why automatic promotion is so important because it goes back to like Derby not being a better team than us last year if we get into a situation where we've got two games of, of, of playoffs to play and teams can do that and they're one of the teams that it, it could well be if you get into that situation they're going to anyone's going to fancy, fancy themselves against us because they know that there's a way to set up and a way to go about it They've, if they stop lead, they're going to get a chance yeah. and uh, we've we've got to work on it it, ultimately I know some people are very angry about the use of the word free hit it wasn't a free hit it was an opportunity to actually push on and extend the lead that we had at the top that hasn't happened very luckily for us we've ended this weekend in a slightly better position than we started it because we've seven points clear still and there's one less game to play however there's an awful lot to think about from that game when we move on towards a, a, a massive must not lose fixture against Fulham next Saturday I think the problem is two though, seconds
0: that's very Kevin Keegan-esque that wasn't it
3: <laughs> minus the perm
0: hair I loved the passion sorry go on Matt
2: I think the problem is though that we've been reminded exactly how we could throw this away because if we have eight games another eight games that are exactly like that then it's it's entirely possible
0: and exactly where our uh, podcast name came from it was a very Leeds that game wasn't it
2: yeah all of the chat going into this was that it was going to benefit us we've had a break we're the better side we're the fittest
0: dominated but, the game as well today in, in, the, in the entirety
2: but yeah. and, and none of that counts for anything
1: in but the end. That, that's one game out of the whole nine and you know in that game it might
3: not have benefited mm-hmm. us but what will it do for the remaining ones you know may serve to well it's going to have to serve to motivate because you take that today you look at it you analyse you pick out the things where did it go wrong other than the individual errors what didn't we do because the individual errors wouldn't matter if we were creating more and if we were taking the chances and if Patrick Bamford isn't blocking things on the line and um which I haven't seen enough replays to see whether he was actually in a really great position and he was just unfortunate so I may give him the benefit of the doubt when he's when it's drifted over to him at the back stick and he's not making contact Matthew you said it was unforgivable was that just a passionate moment or was it unforgivable? I don't know, I think the
2: interesting thing about Watching Bamford on the TV Is you can kind of see where all the stick comes from Because you don't see any of the That's what we were saying weren't we Yeah you don't see any of the stuff you see in the, in the ground The only time he pops up is when The ball reaches his area of the pitch And he's either misplacing a pass Or scuffing a shot Or even defending on behalf of Cardiff
0: City It must be said sadly That Alex Smith the former Huddersfield keeper Had a good game Because that save from Roberts was very good. That might be his first clean sheet against us, is it? Yeah, but he's going to dine out on that for a while, isn't he? You were saying, just as he pulled off a
1: right save, that uh, we always score against him.
2: We normally do. (laughs) My fault, my bad. It's fair to say that a lot of us have jinxed a lot of things over the last couple of weeks, and they all came to fruition. Last couple of hours? It was a bit of a reality check, wasn't it?
3: Has anyone managed to find a man of the match out of all this? I'd go Tyler Roberts. I think Tyler Roberts really put himself about a lot, got on the ball, did a lot of the... uh, Bryn said that Roberts is popping up everywhere and he he was doing and uh, it it looked to me, if anyone was going to make it happen today, it was going to be Tyler Roberts, so I'm going with Tyler.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say Tyler Roberts as well. I think there's a lot of pressure on him, especially when you think he's slotting into a Pablo Hernandez role and... the the two are uncomparable, even though Roberts is very very good looks like Matt hasn't found
0: one Andy have you found one I was going to say Roberts and you guys have said everything I was going to say so yeah Roberts
2: I think mine might be more by default this is another thing that's really hard to do when you're watching on TV especially when it's outside and you can't really tell which players on the ball at (laughs) which time but I, uh, I think my default choice is Ben White
0: I thought he looked a bit out of sorts today
2: I thought, uh, thought he looked comfortable at the back thought he was our best defender and I thought that he uh, was looking to get forward and start attacks whenever he could so I'm giving him my man of the match
0: Wonder what if Ailing was mm. subbed because of an injury or just fatigue or tactics because I thought he was carrying the ball quite, quite well forward as well
3: He looked disappointed when he was going off whether that was because he was hurting or whether it was because he knew that he still had more to contribute I guess time will tell So Andy, what's your word after that game?
0: Reality. I feel it was a bit of a reality check. I certainly was getting carried away with thinking we could go clear. 10-0,
2: or something you said, didn't you?
0: Yeah. Formality, romp. Yeah, I think it's a reality (laughs) check that, you know, it's not all done and dusted, but the bones of it still are there. The structure's still there. We're still the fittest team. We're still very creative. We just need to kind of keep our eye on the ball, and we didn't do that in the key points today.
3: I'm going to go with concentration because maybe it was concentration that were, uh, meant that those passes went slightly astray. I don't think they've you could fault them for the rest of the games. Like you said, they've had brilliant seasons, but up against someone like Mitrovic on uh, on Saturday, well, Cardiff didn't need asking twice. So we we can't make those errors on Saturday and expect to get anything out of the game because when, we don't want to be in a situation where you got to get, score two goals to at least get a point out of the game. James?
1: Disappointed. That's all, that's all I feel, really. you know, I've been looking forward to um, just getting together and watching football for such a long time. Um, and that, to be honest, has been really good. That's the one <laughs> good thing about today, being able to socially distance in Matt's garden but, um, but yeah just disappointed with the result but you know a lot more to play for and and I, th- I still feel like we've got it in, a, in us to do it we just need to start striding and striding well
3: and Matt what's your word
2: familiar I think that it was a familiar performance from us really um, same old same old and we're going to have to snap out of it if we're going to make sure this happens over the next eight games. And I think I've got a familiar familiar feeling of a new weekend and having to go back to work on Monday and having it all spoiled by the football.
3: I've had a few people text me already going, Adam for sure, but I don't think the confidence is misplaced. I think today we can see what's gone wrong. We've got a chance, while we're still in this position... Seven points clear they'll they'll put a shift in during the week they'll work on these little bits of pieces that, and and they'll be that bit fitter, won't they ready for well it's not fitness, but the the match sharpness is something that possibly you can't recreate in the training situation.
2: I think Cardiff away was always going to be the one of the trickier fixtures of the ones that we've got remaining, so that's what that's a positive. We've got a five games at home coming up. I know that the home advantage might not be quite as strong as it would be if it was full of Leeds fans but five games at home and a lot of them against teams towards the bottom so there's there's opportunities for us to pick up points and hopefully we will
3: those teams are going to have to come out and uh, go for it aren't they those teams are going to need points at this uh, and that hopefully will play into our hands Cardiff could could sit and wait for the, for the mistakes and I don't want to say fair play to them so I won't
2: I think one thing we should call out is LUTV we just watched uh, an entire 90 minutes with no glitches it was impressive yeah it was good and that basically sums up the game if that's all that we can
0: <laughs> that's the only positive we
3: yeah can we're chuffed with LUTV know,
0: there, was some, <laughs> there was some glitches on the pitch weren't there
2: yeah a couple of glitches on the pitch
3: I think anything could have happened this weekend I think form obviously has gone out the window it's time to create some new form forget that they'll be ready for Saturday I'm, I'm re- I think everybody will be well up for it by Saturday gonna have to be There's nothing worse than a wounded Leeds United, is there?
1: And we usually uh, come out flying after a a bit of a wounding.
0: Sadly, they'll follow my wounded too, aren't they? Yeah, but they're all overweight. (laughs) Right, well, that's it for another Leeds That podcast. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Make sure you go over to our website to check out the prize draw. The prize draw is coming to a conclusion. The draw date is the 30th of June. There's some real good stash to be added. We're supporting two great charities close to our hearts. Please check out the website to find out more. Go to leads forward slash donate and win yourself some goodies. See you next time. Sports Social Podcast Network.